Are you planning a visit to the Disneyland Resort and considering staying on Disneyland property? In this episode, I'll cover everything you need to know about each of the three Disneyland Resort hotels and perks associated with staying on property at the Disneyland Resort. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix and Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome, I'm happy to have you here. How's it going? How's your day? I've been excited to hang out with you for a bit and talk some Disney. Today, we're talking about staying on property at Disneyland. Now, a while back, I asked my Instagram people to vote on some podcast topics, and this one got so many votes, so I knew I had to make it happen. I'm also going to be sharing my possibly unpopular opinion about the Disneyland Resort hotels. I have thoughts and feelings, but we'll get there. First, let's talk about some Disney news. Hyperspace Mountain is back at Disneyland as part of the Star Wars celebration. Hyperspace Mountain is a Star Wars overlay of the normal Space Mountain. So it's the same ride, it just has a Star Wars theme. I love this version. I'm heading to Disneyland in just a couple of days with my girls, and I'm so excited to be able to ride it. In other Disney news, this week Disney unveiled three new windows on Main Street. The new windows honor the Make-A-Wish Foundation and are the first windows that Disney has ever dedicated to a nonprofit organization. Since 1981, Make-A-Wish Foundation has granted over 500,000 wishes, with Disney granting over 150,000 of those, so that's pretty cool. I'll be sure to grab some pictures of them when I'm there in just a couple days. Well, remember the fire during the Fantasmic show that we talked about? Disney is still working hard to get the show up and running again. There's a tarp covering the stage, but Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island is now open for guests to enjoy. Still no word on when Phantasmic will begin again. This is what it says on the Disneyland website. Performances of Phantasmic are currently paused. We know our guests love and miss Phantasmic, and Disneyland Resort teams are working hard to assess when we can bring back an adjusted show as quickly and safely as possible. When they say adjusted show, I'm assuming this means their B show, where the dragon is projected on the water screens instead of an actual dragon. It's not as good, but it's better than nothing. I was planning on seeing Phantasmic with my daughters this weekend because they don't remember ever seeing it. It's been so long, but that is not happening. So I guess we'll just have to go back another time. Just another reason to go back. You guys really came through with your reviews for my birthday giveaway. Thank you so much. When you listen to my podcast, it helps me grow. But when you leave a review, it like helps me grow times 10. It's just a simple way to support my show that really makes a big difference to me. So thank you. Thank you to everyone who left a review. I appreciate you and your support so much. I have randomly chosen a winner of the $50 Disney gift card giveaway, but first I want to read a review from Brady Stewart. It says, I recently started listening to this podcast and it brightens my day. Melissa's voice is so entertaining and calming at the same time. I laughed out loud as she was trying to figure out how to say hippopotamuses and then finally figured out she could just say hippos. 
I look forward to any time I can find to listen to this podcast. Keep them coming. Thank you, Brady. I appreciate your review. I remember that episode. It was the Once Upon a Time Jungle Cruise episode, and I still don't know how to say hippopotamus plurally. Is it hippopotami? Hippopotamuses? I don't know. I'm just going to stick with hippos. It works. <laughs> okay, it's time to announce the winner of the podcast giveaway. I randomly selected a winner from all the entries submitted, and the winner is Math1279776. They wrote, fun podcast, lots of helpful Disney info. Thank you so much for your review and congratulations. You can reach out to me via Instagram or my email. I'll put a link in the show notes and I will get you your gift card. Thank you again to everyone who entered and took the time to support my show. Let's answer a question. Our question today comes from Jenna. She asked, what is your go-to treat when you visit Disneyland? I'm visiting soon and want to make sure I don't miss the best things. Mm, that's tough, Jenna, because there are so many good things to choose from. I love the Raspberry Rose Macaron from Jolly Holiday Bakery. It's amazing and delicious, and everyone who visits should definitely try one. They do sell out, though, so make sure you mobile order it early in the day so that you can get one. But I also love a Dole Whip. I prefer the Dole Whip float style, which means they add pineapple juice to the Dole Whip. It's so good. You can get them at a little stand in front of the Tiki Room and around the corner at Tropical Hideaway where they have a couple different flavors rather than other than just pineapple. Hmm, what else? I do adore the Caramel Popcorn in California Adventure. You can only find it at one popcorn stand that's right across from the Disney Junior Theater near Award Wieners. It's so good. It's warm and slightly chewy. I love it. There really are so many great options. Each week, I usually do a favorite food Friday on my Instagram where I share a favorite Disney food. So you could go check out some of my past ones if you want more ideas. But thank you, Jenna, for your question. And remember that you can submit questions to have answered on the show to me via DM through Instagram or through my email. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can just click on it and send me an email. It'd be super easy. Or you can send in a recorded question that I can play in a future episode. That would be so fun. I'd love it if you wanted to go that route. There's a link in the show description for that option too. Well, before we get into the second half of the episode, I thought it would be fun to play a little game. I've been playing a Disney version of Would You Rather on my Instagram stories, and I thought that it would be fun to kind of like bring that to the show today as well. Okay, here we go. Answer these honestly. There's no right or wrong answer. Would you rather be Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck? On Instagram, 80% of voters said Mickey Mouse, and I would agree with them. Mickey just seems like he has more fun. Donald's always jealous and grumpy about something. He's always complaining. So I would say Mickey Mouse too. Next question. Would you rather prick your finger like Sleeping Beauty or eat a poison apple like Snow White? Either way, you're going to fall into an enchanted sleep. So that's happening no matter which option you choose. But how would you like to fall into that enchanted sleep? 
72% of voters on Instagram said prick a finger and only 28 said eat poison apple. 28%. This surprised me. I personally would much rather take a bite of an apple than prick my finger, but I guess I'm in the minority. I, I should probably mention that I do have problems with needles and blood, so that might have been why I chose that. I can't tell you how many times as a grown adult I've passed out in the doctor's office just from a simple blood draw. It's actually kind of embarrassing, but funny. I could tell you some stories, but I will save that for another day. Last question. Would you rather be Cruella DeVille for the day or Captain Hook for the day? 66% of voters said Cruella DeVille and 34% said Captain Hook. Once again, I'm in the minority and a little surprised. I would for sure rather be Captain Hook. Cruella DeVille, let me remind you, is obsessed with killing puppies. No, thank you. I don't need that for, even for a day. I'd much rather hang out in Neverland. Of course, I'd have to avoid the TikTok croc, but I think I could manage that okay, at least for one day. Well, thank you so much for playing along with my little game. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about staying on property at the Disneyland Resort. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. When staying on property, there are three Disneyland Resort hotels to choose from. The Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier that is soon to be Pixar Place, and Disney's Grand Californian. Now, each of these properties has a different vibe and location and atmosphere and price point. So we're going to talk about each of them briefly so that you can decide which, if any, is best for your family when you visit Disneyland. Guests staying at any of the Disneyland Resort hotels get early entry into the parks. And this means that they can enter Disneyland or Disney California Adventure Park 30 minutes before regular guests. So that's a pretty good perk. But I'll share more information about how to take advantage of this perk later in the episode. Let's start with Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. This fun property has a beachy vibe and it's full of color and fun. The rooms right now are a seaside theme and they have a rooftop pool where you can also see the fireworks. Your kids will love the California Streaming Slide, which is inspired by beachside roller coasters. Uh, Disney considers this property a value property and it is the cheapest hotel on Disneyland Resort property. Disney's Paradise Pier is located a little farther out than the other properties. It's still within walking distance of the parks, but it will probably take you about 10 to 15 minutes to walk through downtown Disney to reach the main gates of Disneyland. But if you're going to California Adventure, you can use a little path that's near the Grand Californian Hotel to access a special entrance just for hotel guests. So it will probably take you like five to seven minutes to walk to the California Adventure entrance. I think lots of guests are surprised by how far away this property actually is. 
There is no on-site dining at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, which is too bad. This is also surprising for many guests who expect to have dining options at on-site hotels. There is a small self-service market with snacks and beverages, but that's it. The property is close to downtown Disney and the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand and all of their dining options. So if you stay there, you just have to go there for dining. The property is under construction right now and will be changing to Pixar Place soon and have a whole new Pixar theme. There's no update yet on when the transformation will be complete. Because of the construction, then guests are not able to use the pool or the fitness center at this time. They can use the pool and the fitness center at the Disneyland Hotel instead, which is pretty inconvenient for those guests. I guess there's a little shuttle that will take them to the Disneyland Hotel to use the pool, but that's pretty annoying. The rooftop access to watch fireworks is also closed. So overall, this property has a lower price, a fun atmosphere, a great pool when it's open, and early entry, but I am really excited to check it out when it's transformed into Pixar Place. I think the new theming will inspire more people to choose Pixar Place over some of the other on-site properties and nearby hotels, and I think it'll just be fun and a nice change for the Disneyland Resort. I am hoping that when it opens with the new theming, then they'll also include character dining there as well. They used to have a seaside breakfast with Donald at Paradise Pier, for some reason that got canceled years ago and a Pixar themed breakfast would be really unique and lots of fun. I think people would really love that. Plus there just needs to be some better dining options for those guests. If you are interested in checking out the Paradise Pier Hotel at a discounted rate, I will put a link for that in the show notes so you can check it out. Let's move on to the Disneyland Hotel. The Disneyland Hotel has a sophisticated but kind of whimsical design that pays tribute to the classic origins of Disneyland Park. You'll stay in one of three towers. There's Adventure Tower, Frontier Tower, or Fantasy Tower. There are two pools to choose from and two monorail water slides that are themed after the classic park attraction. Your kids are going to love the fun water play area and those slides are really cool. Disney considers this hotel to be a moderate property, so the pricing on this property is right in the middle. It's more than Paradise Pier, but usually less than the Grand. Now, out of the three on-site properties, this one is my favorite hotel to stay at. There's just something extra magical about this property that, to me, you don't find at the others. You feel more a part of the Disneyland experience here than at any of the other properties, in my opinion. One of my favorite things about the Disneyland Hotel is the light-up headboards. So they have a light switch on them that lights up this design with a castle and fireworks, and it plays the short part of the When You Wish Upon a Star song. It's pretty cute. Very magical. That's one of the things I love the most about this property. Let's talk location because I also like location. The Disneyland Hotel is located right near the entrance to downtown Disney. It will probably take you about 10 minutes to walk from the property through downtown Disney to reach the main gates of Disneyland. Along with being mid-priced, it's also middle ground as far as distance from the park. So it's closer than the Paradise Pier, but farther away than the Grand Californian. 
there is the option to ride the monorail from downtown Disney into the parks. The monorail drops guests off in Tomorrowland. What about dining? The Disneyland Hotel has a variety of dining options located nearby. There's Tangaroa Terrace, which is a great place to grab a Dole Whip, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar, the Coffee House, and Goofy's Kitchen are all on property at the Disneyland Hotel. They also have room service and are close to downtown Disney, which has tons of great dining options. The Coffee House is an easy place to grab a quick breakfast. Goofy's Kitchen is a great way to meet your favorite Disney characters. This is a really popular character dining experience that offers breakfast and dinner, which is nice. Reservations are, of course, recommended. Overall, this property is moderately priced, according to Disney, and has lots of dining options. It's near downtown Disney and has great pools, plus it's got really immersive theming and you get down early entry when you're staying on property. If you'd like to check reduced rates for this property, I'll put a link in the show description. Last but not least is Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. This property is decorated in a California craftsman style that's absolutely beautiful. It has a spa, three pools, and many dining options, including room service. They also have a private entrance into Disney's California Adventure Park. Disney considers this hotel to be a luxury property. It is the most expensive option out of the three Disneyland Resort hotels. The Grand is located right in the heart of downtown Disney and is the closest Disney property to the parks. It will take you about five minutes to walk through downtown Disney to enter Disneyland, or you can have easy access to Disney California Adventure Park right from the hotel. Disney's Grand Californian offers lots of different dining options. The Napa Rose is a great place for a romantic dinner. Storyteller's Cafe is the perfect place for breakfast or brunch with Mickey Mouse. Don't forget, reservations are highly recommended. Hearthstone Lounge is a nice place for a cocktail, snack, or continental breakfast. GCH Craftsman Grill is my favorite choice for quick service breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And the Craftsman Bar is a nice place to relax with drinks and appetizers poolside. You can also order food via room service or enjoy any of the dining locations at Downtown Disney. Overall, this property is wonderful, but expensive. There are lots of dining options, a separate entrance into DCA, and great pools, plus you get early entry. If you're interested in this property with discounted rates, I'll put a link in the show description. Now that was just a quick overview of the three properties. Let's talk about perks to staying on property at Disneyland. There are some perks to staying on property, though not as many as I think there should be. Probably number one is early entry into the parks. If you're staying at a Disneyland Resort Hotel, you can enter Disneyland or California Adventure 30 minutes before it opens to regular guests. This is a great way to hit a few of the best rides with little to no wait. I'm not going to get into strategy with early entry in this episode. If you're interested, though, I have a whole episode about how to tackle early entry efficiently. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Each of the Disneyland Resort hotels has a great pool, a large gift shop, and lots of parking. I think you get a little extra dose of Disney magic when staying on property. Many guests prefer to stay on property because they think that it's better. They enjoy being in the Disney bubble. This just means that they're surrounded by Disney the entire time they're on vacation, which is fun. Okay, did I say enough good things about staying on property at Disneyland yet? I think so. Now can we talk for a minute about what I don't like? All right, here we go. 
I don't think you get enough perks when you stay on property at Disneyland. Early entry is really the only perk you get that's worth mentioning and you pay a lot of money to stay on property. I need more perks than just 30 extra minutes in the park to entice me to stay on property. Guests who stay on property at Disney World get way more perks and I find it annoying that Disneyland on property guests don't get more. I think on property guests should have a separate entrance for early entry. They don't. As it stands now, they have to line up with the regular guests and most of them, because they haven't listened to my episode about early entry, they line up too late and they end up missing most of early entry because they're stuck mixed in the line with the regular guests who are like taking forever to get their ticket scanned and get their picture taken and can't find their ticket and all those things. So they miss their early entry time. On property guests used to have their own turnstile so they could skip the regular line, but not anymore. I want Disney to bring those back. I'd love to see extended evening hours at DCA for hotel guests. Maybe give them an extra hour in the evening once or twice a week. I'd love for on-property guests to have discounted magic bands that they could use to unlock their hotel doors and charge things to their room while they're in the park. I also think that on-property guests should have access to dining reservations and maybe even a la carte lightning link purchases early earlier than the day they arrive. Now, these are all things that guests staying on property at Disney World get, and I'm just confused why Disneyland Resort guests get so much less. Which brings me to my other big complaint. Price. Staying on property is so expensive. There are only three options, and they are all pricey. Even the Paradise Pier Value Hotel costs a lot of money. At Disney World, there are more than 25 hotels to choose from, and they come in a huge variety of prices, which I understand there's not as much space at Disneyland, so they can't do that. But it is much more affordable to stay on property at Disney World, and you get a lot more perks. So I feel like Disneyland needs to up the perks if they're going to charge such high prices. Every single year, I decide that I'm going to splurge and book a family vacation to stay at the Grand Californian or the Disneyland Hotel. I do this every single year. I get super excited about it. And I go online to price it out. And I tell myself that I don't care what it costs. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to pay for it. We're going to treat ourselves. And then I see the prices and I die a little inside, a little bit. And every single year, I decide that I just don't feel good about paying those high prices when I could go to Disneyland three times with my family for the same price if we stayed somewhere cheaper. So every year, I decide against it. Now, I have stayed on property at Disneyland, and it was great. I loved it. It was fun. It was magical. It was wonderful. But did I find it to be excessively better than any of the other nearby hotels that I've stayed at? No, not really. So I just have a hard time justifying the cost when there's lots of other options out there. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not telling you to not stay on property. Those extra 30 minutes for early entry are pretty magical. It's a great time to hit Peter Pan and some of those other rides where lines get long. If it easily fits into your budget and you're excited about it, then go for it. You will have a great time. But if it's out of your price range right now, don't stress. I'd much rather you visit Disneyland soon and stay off-site 
and have you save your money than have you like go into debt to go stay on property or not go for 10 more years because you're trying to save your money, if that makes sense. There are a bunch of really great properties all around Disneyland that aren't on Disneyland property. And many of these hotels are actually closer than the Disneyland Resort hotels. And you can book them for a fraction of the price. Now, like I said, while I enjoy staying on property, I don't do it often because of the extra cost involved. I often choose to stay at a hotel directly across the street on Harbor Boulevard. These hotels are much cheaper and just a short walk away. Most of them are only about five to 10 minutes from the parks and some of them even have a free breakfast. And I love, love a free hotel breakfast. So if you're having trouble to decide which trouble deciding which hotel you'd like to stay at, I would totally be happy to help you. I've stayed at or toured more than 40 properties around the Disneyland area, and I have a ton of hotel reviews on my website. I will put a link to that in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram or an email. Tell me about your family. Tell me about the group you're traveling with and what you'd like in a hotel, and then I can point you in the right direction if you would rather do that. Sometime in a future episode, then we're going to talk about my favorite off-site hotel options. So stay tuned for that. I hope Disneyland Resort, I hope this Disneyland Resort hotel information was helpful to you. And hopefully I wasn't too down on the Disneyland Resort hotels. Staying on property at Disneyland Resort is a real treat and always a great option and fun if you're able to fit it into your budget. But there are other choices, which I wanted to make clear. You don't have to stay on property to have a great time. Whichever property you do decide to book, you're going to have an amazing Disney vacation. But wherever you stay, please make sure you don't pay full price for your hotels or your park tickets. My partners at Getaway Today always have the best rates, even on the on-property hotels. So make sure you check them out. You can get an extra savings on those on-property hotels. And if you book a package with tickets and hotel, you can use my code MIX10 to save an additional $10. I'll put a link to them in the show description, or you can call them at 1-855-GETAWAY. Just tell them, Mix and Some Magic sent you for the best deals. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm packing my bags to head to Disneyland with my girls in a few days. Well, that's not true. I'm not packing yet. <laughs> you know that. I'm a last-minute packer, so I will wait until the day before or the morning of and then frantically run around like a crazy person trying to get everything done. It's just the way I work. I can't change it. <laughs> it's who I am. But I am looking forward to spending some one-on-one -on -one time with my girls in the parks. It's going to be fun. They're going to help me make a little bit of content, but mostly we're just going to have a lot of fun and it looks like the weather's going to be great for us. Make sure you're following along with me on Instagram so you don't miss any of the fun. I'll be posting tons of stories, lots of things about our trip. And thank you again to everyone who has rated and reviewed my podcast. I am blown away by your support and I appreciate it so very much. If you haven't left a review yet, please do. It's a simple way to support the show that makes a huge, huge difference. Thank you so much for being here. You are the best. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.